This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today it is time for episode four of our Roni Rewind series. This episode is entitled Social Wife. Really, uh, really clever with those puns there back in the day. Perhaps this is not the best thing to say at the very beginning of a podcast episode that I hope you will keep listening to, but this is a boring ass episode of television things have changed so much in the last 15 years and i think sometimes we don't give enough credit to how much the kind of mechanics of these shows have changed and how much of a groove they've gotten into with production where i do feel like even now on a kind of filler episode of housewives There usually is enough to look at and enough to pull your attention that it feels like there's stuff going on. But this is, it's not great. And I I found myself, and some of you might come for me for this, I found myself while I was watching this episode wishing that I was re-watching an episode of season 14 of Real Housewives of New York City. I would love to see the cackling hags at Aaron's anniversary party or at the house in the Hamptons or decorating holiday wreaths and being horrified by the fact that Jenna Lyons name is really Judith. But instead, you know, we get four out of the five women together, which I guess is um, we're assembling the team of New York Avengers very slowly here this season. So after Jill met Alex via Bethany at fashion week, she invites them plus Luann to get drinks so it's four out of five which i guess you know four out of five ain't bad as the saying goes um (laughs) it's strange for alex to be out without simon she says this jill notes this and i mean this is something that is a recurring theme over the first four seasons of real housewives of new york but the way that alex fully just doesn't know how to function or has forgotten how to function without her husband like attached at the hip is so strange like and it doesn't even feel like like there are some couples on housewives where it's a very toxic like controlling man kind of vibe like a jim bellino back in the day on oc but this doesn't feel like that it just feels like they truly are obsessed with being around each other and they live on a wavelength and a frequency that nobody else quite can click into so it it really is like she needs her her like emotional support weirdo there to help her out but actually it's her first time meeting Luann 
And she passes the Lou test with flying colors. They're talking about, you know, speaking French and or speaking Italian. And they're, you know, having a, a grand old time with each other, talking about music. Alex is like, oh, you know, we're gearing up for the opera. You know, it's directed by this uh, this woman. And I can't wait to see how she does an opera. And Bethany's like, I was at her first opera. And Alex's like, no, 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 no. Like, she does the, uh, the other opera, like the whatever. It's like, do you ever have uh, something that you're kind of personally fixated on but you know nobody else in the room gives a single fuck about it yeah alex lacks that social cue of realizing that saying you're going to the opera is the extent of the conversation that those women want to have about the opera but it it is it is pretty funny to watch luann also reveals that she uh spent the weekend getting lice out of the kids hair she's like well you know you know, they just came from camp in switzerland and the way she says switzerland it's like a, a cross between pretending that you have some european accent and sounding like you're from i don't know staten island because, I mean, Luann has a very Connecticut-ish, like Martha Stewart-ish way of speaking. And Switzerland really just threw me for a loop. Um, but, you know, Jill was able to do all the Googling necessary to figure out what to do about the lice. So, you know, happy that that worked out for her. Um, but overall, I mean, the this whole group scene is kind of neither here nor there there's no real drama except for bethany thinking alex is strange you know luann invites alex to go to karaoke with her and her niece who we get to meet in this episode luann and her her niece nicole they go downtown to see a band and luann's whole demeanor about this she's she's going into victoria's room she's like victoria help me get dressed i need to get dressed to go downtown I love to go downtown. It's a different crowd than I'm usually with. You know, that that bohemian type of flair that Nicole has. And it's, you know, it's not what I'm used to. And she's wearing this, um, this like long red coat and with like a print on it and like a silk kind of vibe. I would, she looks like she could be a villain in a John Wick movie. Like, Luann could have, like, some sort of really exquisite sword or something, and she would be, like, spinning around and, like, you know, flinging, throwing stars in a hand-to-hand combat, and she would look really badass. I don't know about this, you know, concert that she's going to on the Lower East Side. I don't know if... um I don't know how she compares to all the other people there, but, you know, she loves to get out. She loves to go have a good time. But you know who isn't happy about her leaving the house is her 10-year-old son, Noel, who's, like, miserable about her leaving. She's like, oh, Rosanna, give the kids dinner, pasta, and then, you know, I'll be back early. (laughs) And Noel looks like he's about to have a tantrum. And Luann says in the confessional, you know, when he gets like that, I feel for him but I don't let it override what I have to do in my own social life. And it's, it's so funny because there, Alex makes a comment earlier when she and Luann are meeting about how she works for Victoria's Secret Beauty. And so she like goes to Ohio sometimes for work and Luann sort of like half says, but stops herself right before saying like, I didn't know you worked essentially. And <laughs> Luann being like, well, you know, 
I, I do, I, I feel bad that my son is so upset, but you know, there are things that mommy has to do, like go to a concert at a random dive bar in the East, Lower East Side with my 20 something year old niece. It's like, yeah, Lu- Luann, everybody has stuff that they have to do that takes time away from their kids. But for most people, it's like, go to work, do job, make money, pay bills. And she's like, uh, you know, that's social life. It's calling. I mean, to be fair, these kids are fine. <laughs> Victoria's friend, who's a boy, I was going to say boyfriend, but, you know, Luann thinks that that part of their relationship has cooled. Um, he comes over and Rosanna's just lecturing Victoria about how she's not respectful enough to Mrs. D, as she calls Luann. The relationship in this family and... <laughs> You know, I I didn't grow up with any kind of, you know, nanny or people in the house like that. But it's it's so interesting how she says she's like a second mother to the kids. Luann says she's like a second mother to the kids. Um, clearly, the the kids, Victoria's like, oh, you know, Rosanna just kind of talks and you kind of don't listen to anything she says. Like, you kind of just like forget that she's there. And it's like, this woman is spending her whole ass life in this in these other people's house doing everything for them i don't know how she's being paid i don't know how her time off benefit structure is i hope it's generous i'm not super confident but (laughs) oh god it's like such a strange thing to watch be like portrayed so openly and i'm sure in 2007 or 2008 the the optics around things like that were a little different or maybe you people just didn't think about it so much. I mean, it's not like Luann is the world's most self-aware person, but <laughs> it is a little bit like, I don't love all of these interactions between the Della Epps family and Rosanna. Like, it's, it's not giving me a great feeling, but hey, if at, at the very least, at least the Count Alex was out of town during the whole lice thing because he's a germaphobe. And imagine if he had to deal with that. I'm like, God, Luann, I want better for you. Get the hell out of there, girly. And you know she will. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Uh... Ramona misses that initial girls night out because she's out with Joni and some of her girlfriends. I hate that I just like know who Joni is like before her little title card even comes up. I'm like, oh, it's Joni. Why do I know that? Why is Joni somebody who I would recognize on the street? I don't like that. But, you know, they're they're having some cocktails and they're flirting with some guys. And there's this this bald guy who's kind of you know giving Joni a hard time and Ramona's like you know I didn't really care for him you know it just just wasn't you know he wasn't a gentleman and it's like Ramona the the reason you don't care for him should be because you're married to somebody else not because he's like annoying (laughs) she's like so what we flirt but you know I'm so glad that I already met my soulmate so I don't have to date in New York City because can you imagine it's like Oh, sweetie, if you only knew what the universe was planning for you. It is kind of tough to watch because all of these women, you know, think they've found their forever people. Alex and Simon still together. God love them. Jill. I I mean, obviously, it's sad what happened with Bobby, but she seems to be doing super well. She's, you know, seems really happy with Gary. Bethany and Jason, though. Oh, God. You know, Luann and Ramona, their marriages are, you know, long gone. Bethany's situation with this guy, Jason, Jason number one. It's interesting because, I mean, their relationship is for all intents and purposes at the beginning of the end right now. And we've only watched four episodes of the show. So it's not like this is some great love that we're invested in, but... God, it just feels like they are so tragically not on the same page. And at the end of the episode, Bethany has her friend Lauren over and they're, she says she has her over for hors d'oeuvres and lychee martinis. I'm like, that is so specific. Like, what would you do if your friend texting was like, hey, come over Tuesday, 7 p.m. I'm making hors d'oeuvres and lychee martinis. I'd be like, you're making hors d'oeuvres? Also, like, why is the drink predetermined? Like, what if I just want a normal martini? 
but anyway, they're they're having fun. They're getting sloshed because Bethany knows that she has an important conversation to have. And, you know, she doesn't usually like to be out of control and drunk when things like this are happening. But I, I mean, to be honest, I don't blame her in this situation because she starts to bring it up with Jason. You know, she's talking about when was the last time I slept in the bed here? It's been four months or something. But she doesn't even have a drawer. Not even one drawer of stuff at Jason's apartment. She says, I woke up this morning. I had a doctor's appointment. And I was like, thank God I wore a bra last night. So I have one at your place because I have literally no clothes there. And his response is ice cold response. You should leave some there. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're in any kind of situation where you're, you know, seeing somebody taking steps, but not quite sure exactly, you know, where the commitment lies. If somebody ever says something like that to you, it's over. Cut your losses. Don't don't give it three more months just to make sure that man. That man wouldn't dump water on you if you were on fire. I don't think that's the right saying. Wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. That sounds so gross, but I think it might be right. Whatever. He doesn't give a fuck about you. You should leave some there. Sir, you should you should be clearing out the drawer preemptively. You should be like, hey, I don't know if you're ready, but I it just in case you ever are, I made some space for you. Instead, he's like, eh, you could leave some there. I don't care. Throw, you know, hang a bra on the doorknob of my bedroom and then, hey, you'll have one if you need it. Like, sir. You know, Bethany is asking if they can have this conversation. He says not right now. She says, you know, essentially this is when she's realizing that they're not on the same page and they're not going to be because if it's not an enthusiastic yes, it's pretty much a no. If you've been with somebody long enough that you think you should be living together and the other person is like, I don't want to have this conversation, you have your answer even if you don't want to acknowledge it. Like, you, you know, the flag is red. <sighs> it's tough to watch, but obviously, you know, that relationship was never meant to work out. Um, luckily, Bethany has her networking that she's going about. We see her earlier in the episode at her unexpected Mexico event, and she's, you know, meeting people left and right. The way <laughs> Bethany pretty much explains the concept of networking to us like we are babies fresh out of the womb. She's like, yeah, so you go to an event and you're just like meeting people person after person after person and it's all networking and it's connections and that's how you get shit done it's like yeah i've i exist in the world i'm not like 12 years old being like oh, how does that work like do do i enjoy doing it not always but the, the the concept of networking is really not that complicated i i did i wanted there to be more skinny girlness in this season and i don't remember if it starts at all toward the end of season one but she really at this point is not being 
specific at all about what her brand and her business really is. She's, you know, saying that she works with clients and that she's the nat it's like the natural food Jeff thing. But like I want to see her at the grocery store with the like sad table of cupcakes. And I don't remember if that's season one. And honestly, don't spoil it for me because I'm rediscovering this as we go. But I would like to see Bethany, you know, like hustling a little harder. And right now I just kind of feel like she's sad about her relationship and making sure we know that her father isn't responsible for her success. But is she successful at this point? It's a little unclear. (sighs) That's, you know, really the only other thing worth talking about this episode is Alex and Simon's um, much anticipated tour of the private school of whom Jill knows the the owner or the the manager or the CEO. It's it's unclear, but they arrange for a private tour. They show up. It's in the old Bank of America building. And boy, can you tell, like, the school looks like a bank. And I, I mean, I guess there's something nice about that. Like, the theater space is like this great hall. Like, it looks like you could be in Grand Central Station. I guess that's cool. But they're like... Here's our cafe, which is actually the old bank vault. And Simon's like, wow, can you imagine your kids eating lunch in a bank vault? As if it is like the coolest thing he's ever heard. I'm like, I don't care about what the room that the cafeteria is used to be. It's not the fucking Sistine Chapel. But thankfully, you know, the food's also good because the tour guide tells us that they're the only school in New York with a full-time nutritionist on staff. And isn't that just amazing? So important. You know, Alex is very impressed with the tour. She says that she can definitely see Francois thriving there. But, you know, really, (laughs) they haven't seen a school yet that Francois wouldn't thrive in. So, you know, they're going to get their shit done. Um... (laughs) But my uh, my line of the episode is earlier when um when Jill and Alex go on a double date along with Simon and Bobby, really for the express purpose of Alex and Simon making sure that school tour happens. They are just like the pinnacle of shameless social climbing in a way that I sort of have to tip my hat to. <laughs> they sit down and Simon already likes Bobby and he likes Bobby because he'll have a stiff drink with him. Um, And Jill, he says, is a diet soda girl. And if you have been paying attention to, I don't know, TikTok, the news lately, Jill recently, or I guess Allie went viral for posting a video of Jill packing an entire suitcase of Diet Coke for their trip to Europe because allegedly they don't sell the, the same kind of Diet Coke in Europe. I would just like to applaud Jill for her consistency and the fact that now we know loving diet soda has been a part of her personality since 2007 at the latest good for her she's a woman of her word um that's all for today thank you everyone for listening don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen we are going to be off on monday for labor day but lots of exciting stuff coming up next week after that uh and until next time be cool don't be all like uncool Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.